Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. 94.9 The Rock, ETA's Ron Station, Motley Crew, Dr. Feelgood. I had a nurse feel good at our house uh, yesterday. Oh, well, we're wow. Re- oh, yes. Do tell. Oh, I will. We uh, had re-signed up or were renegotiating our uh, life insurance. Right. And so with that, <laughs> renegotiating. Betting on how long you're going to live. Just, yeah. <laughs> Can you cover me for uh, half a decade? Um, so, you know, if you've ever had life insurance, uh, you have to have a, a nurse. Either you go and have uh, blood work done and your vitals and all that, or they send somebody to the house. Right, and yes. we've had uh, life insurance uh, set up twice now, and both times a nurse came to the house. This time a little more intense and more stuff going on. And at one point, she had me, uh, she barely walked in the door. Uh, a senior a woman, I guess, a little older. And she says, uh, can you take off your shirt and lie on the couch? Wow. So I said, well, can I pour you a drink? <laughs> Put on some mood music? The art of seduction. Maria, get there. the video camera set up. <laughs> or was this therapy? <laughs> <laughs> Maria just didn't tell you. I got to tell you, here's what happened, though. So she she's uh, she's got me on the couch, shirt off. She's hooking me up for an EKG, and she's got the mask on, and she's wheezing a bit because she's an older woman. Right, she's struggling with the mask. I got aroused. <laughs> <laughs> Why is your blood pressure up, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> All those nurse scenarios that you oh, watched yeah. were just playing in your mind, <laughs> and the fact that Maria was watching it <laughs> turned me on even more. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so when i had spoken to her before she arrived i talked to her a few days ago and i said okay so w- what are we doing and she goes oh some blood work and uh and and vitals and i said so like urine samples and she goes no but then she showed up and she wanted a urine sample oh really and i had almost gone for a <laughs> urine sample before she arrived <laughs> so and I, and I had to hold off on the one so she was supposed to be there at six o'clock she didn't show up till close to seven yeah. And usually, you know my routine. I get into the wine around 4 o'clock. <laughs> I had to wait <laughs> till after she left to pour a drink. I had to shake. She goes, why are you shaking? <laughs> no wonder she couldn't find a vein. And <laughs> <laughs> it all gummed up. Yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't just the track marks on your arm. Yeah. Well, no, she had a tough time. She had to jab me like two or three times. She could not get uh, get any blood coming yeah, out of because your veins were shaking. Yeah. Lack of alcohol. I look like Keith Richards in 1972. <laughs> uh, we'd love to give you life insurance, but the heroin addiction <laughs> might be an issue. I remember my first you know, life insurance policy. I think my parents had taken it out of me like in my teen years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they came to the house. She was asking these questions. And one of them, she you know, kind of got to, you know, have you used drugs? <laughs> and, and I kind of paused for a second. Yeah. And she's like, well, like, like. Yeah, you know, once is okay. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> my are parents you, are sitting there watching this going, what the hell is going on here? Are you sexually active? Right. No. Yes. Just with myself. That's yes, right. <laughs> so anyhow, we uh, we went through that whole process. And I think at one point she took three uh, three um, blood pressure uh, samples or, right. you know, she tests. Test. And I think my middle one, she went, oh, we'll just let that one go. <laughs> What's 162 over nothing? <laughs> You're clinically dead. 
Anyhow, if you've never taken life so What do you find out whether your pastor fails you? Well, I don't know. I think she sends it in to uh, the, one of the... Uh, the <laughs> or when places. you see that number that they estimated yeah. rise by a few hundred bucks? That'll be $1,500 a month, please. <laughs> well, here's what happens. So we had a, a term policy. I okay. Guess. I, I don't know all the different... I, I don't understand how it all works. I know some uh, insurance you can pay into, and then if you don't use it, you get some of it back. Yes. There's that, but that But costs- like a mortgage, it has a term at that rate. Right. For a certain amount of time, right. 10, 20 years or whatever. Well, our, our first term was up, and I got this notice in the mail that almost gave me a heart attack because it was literally going up like $450 a month. A month? A month. Wow. I mean, I know I'm teetering on the brink. <laughs> I'm near the end. <laughs> but uh, So I can only imagine. So this will carry on for another 10. So anyhow, the, my uh, our financial advisor, I reached out to her because she's the one that set up the first policy. I said, listen, well, I'm not paying another $400 a month. Yeah. So she found us another policy. goes up like about 100 bucks a month, which is fine. And we get all the same stuff. But so this will be another 10-year term. So I can only imagine what life insurance <laughs> 10 years from now for me. But the way I'm living, I probably don't have to worry about it. <laughs> As we uh, watch everything unfold between Russia and Ukraine, and it's just a, just a horrible situation. Uh, many Russian people are feeling the pinch now. The ruble is plummeting. Uh, many are struggling to put food and table and get money out of bank accounts. Uh, Switzerland, who is normally a country that is pretty neutral in all things. Well, known for their neutrality. Yeah. Uh, they have froze all Russian assets at Swiss banks. Russian planes, as you mentioned in the news, being blocked. Yeah, uh, one of the strategies of, of the West and, and, and Europe, European Union, was to try and go after the big Russian oligarchs. Mm-hmm. They're they're billionaires, right? Yeah. Uh, one of which owns um, you know Chelsea in the Premier League, and, yeah. and has had to basically freeze his assets and give up control of that team because uh, they're being vilified as a part of this, hoping that their influence on Putin and mm-hmm. the, the Russian you know the aristocracy would uh, prevent them from doing this or, or at least stop them. With uh, John Oliver on Sunday night, he did a whole segment, of course, on Ukraine, and he showed some video of Russian citizens who uh, who are just beside themselves, not only with panic of war, but the embarrassment of, of what uh, they perceive their country to have done. And one young lady who was brokenhearted because the man she loves... Is Ukrainian. He right. lives, you know, they're, they're a border. It'd be like America and Canada going to war. Yeah. It'd be like uh, loving, uh, be, living <laughs> Which, in Which, by the way, there are some Republicans <laughs> who said that Canada needs to be liberated as well. <laughs> Lauren Boebert came out. Yeah, oh, I can't, I, you know what, I'm not shocked by any of that. But yeah, so so for many Russians, it's, uh, it's just a, it's a horrible situation. But uh, this is where Putin might tumble. I don't know that he can hold against this. There are two companies who claim they are going to shut Russia out. OnlyFans and Pornhub. And if you're living in nowhere Russia with limited internet, and all of a sudden you go for your daily dose of Pornhub and it's gone, you're taking up arms against the motherland. You're sitting there with your missile in hand. (laughs) I got a rocket and nowhere to go with it. Yeah, not good. Now, uh, I guess uh, OnlyFans, uh, it, it went dark in Russia. And Russian porn stars were freaking out. 
complaining, and I love this, they said, and I quote, we're not invading anyone. <laughs> They're just looking to get invaded on oh, yeah. screen. <laughs> but it turns out with OnlyFans, they just paused the Russian accounts. Okay. Because they weren't sure how they were going to be uh, allowed to pay their creators with Russian banks being disconnected from the global Oh, gotcha. System. All right. <laughs> but uh, I guess Pornhub is holding hard. Oh. <laughs> No, no stepsister for you until you wrap this up. If there is anybody who you would turn to when it comes to profanity, and you needed an expert to speak of profanity, I think Samuel L. Jackson is your man. Right. Might have been Eddie Murphy at one point, but I think he's, uh, he's calmed himself down. Yeah, I, I, Samuel, there's nobody who drops the MF bomb better no. than, than Mr. Jackson. Got it. Uh, and so he was asked about his take on Joe Rogan using the N-word. Mm. And uh, Sam says, there is no context where a white person is ever allowed to say that word, never mind publicly on a podcast. S- then say that you're sorry because you want to keep your money, but you were just having fun, right. and you say you did it because it was entertaining. Yeah, I believe using it in that context doesn't necessarily make you a racist, but it makes you an idiot. Yeah. Uh, you know, and yeah. you have to be careful with that. Um... And then he was asked, because he has worked with Quentin Tarantino, who is certainly known to uh, include the N-word in his scripts. He asked if Quentin Tarantino, being a white man, should be using the N-word in in his movies. Okay. And he says, look, he's just telling the story, and the characters do talk like that. All right. So when you look at, like, artistic license when it comes to that, then? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So, listen, whatever Sam says, I'm aboard. (laughs) I'm aboard. I would never argue. With Mr. Jackson. Uh, One of my all-time favorite movies, just a terrific film, and I watched it again uh, recently, as uh, Beetlejuice. And uh, I just think Michael Keaton uh, is one of the all-time great actors. I remember him being great in it, but I haven't seen that in decades. He was actually in this, uh, he just won a SAG Award the other night for a, a, a movie or a show. I haven't seen it called Dope Sick. And uh, funny little story, he was, uh, he was being announced as the winner, and he was in the bathroom at the time. He had to run up to the... But when he got up on stage, he broke down. He yeah, was, it wasn't so funny at no, that point. No. He, he dedicated it to uh, his nephew, right? Who died of a drug overdose, yeah. And uh, that was very touching. Anyhow, I've always thought Michael Keaton is one of the all-time uh, greats. And uh, so there's going to be a Beetlejuice 2 coming this summer. Uh, Brad Pitt's production company is behind it. And Michael Keaton and Winona Ryder will return. Tim Burton is coming back to direct. Wow. Now, there was a lot of other big names in that, including Alec Baldwin. That would be interesting to see what happens uh, I don't him. think he's doing any projects right now. No, he's no. He's steering clear of things. SNL had um, John Mulaney on, and it was his fifth time hosting. So anytime they have anybody on who uh, is... They bring uh, up the, the jackets, the, the coats. The, the five-timer club. And right. so they had uh, Candace... Uh, was her name Candace Berg- Bergen? Bergen? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Steve Martin and, and others. And, of course, Alec Baldwin, Baldwin would be a part of that group, but he wasn't there either. Right. And he's been a staple at SNL. Anyhow, uh, it uh, it looks like Beetlejuice 2 will be coming this summer. So. Huh. Yeah, we'll see how that plays out. Gina Davis was in that? Yeah. And uh, and what's her name from uh, Schitt's Creek? Catherine O'Hara. Oh, right, of course. Right. The only one who probably won't return was her husband, who played the principal in Ferris Bueller. Jeffrey Jones. He, yeah. uh, I think he ended up going to prison for, like, child pornography or something. Right. So he's not working anytime soon. <laughs> um, who would win in a fight, Rocky or Rambo? Oh, that's tough. 
Uh, kind of fight, like uh, like no holds barred. Yeah, I I think just toe to toe, fist to fist. Fist to fist, it's rocky. Mm. But uh, you know, if knives and weapons get involved, you know, you're talking special forces with yeah. Rambo. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and Rocky's ability to uh, get hit and stay up. Right, and keep in the fight. Yeah, I think is what you know was he was notorious for. Right. Well, Stallone was asked this question, and he chimed in. He says, "Look, if it's just the two men meeting in the street and going at each other with no rules, I believe the outcome would be if the fighters were to remain upright, Rocky would prevail." Okay, that's, that's his first thought. Obviously, he had a lot of time on his hands because then he started pondering it all. Gotcha. He said his body punches and right hooks would eventually beat Rambo. If the fight goes to the ground, Rambo will prevail. I agree. In a bloody, brutal fight to the end. See that, the MMA stuff with all the extra. Well, listen, when Rocky got in there with Hulk Hogan, he had no idea what to do, right? Right. Uh, He says, uh, rethinking the whole scenario, I believe that upon initial contact, uh, just a street fight, that Rocky will land the first five or six blows. If that does not knock out Rambo, then Rambo's skill set will definitely be in full display. Okay. Coming soon to theaters. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky vs. Rambo. I like this. People were asked, if you had to choose, would you rather be smart and sad or dumb and happy? <laughs> now, you listen to this show, I think you know... I'd like to be dumb and happy, and this guy would like to be smart and sad. Right. Uh, but in the end, dumb and happy won. Wow. Interestingly, men were more likely to say smart and sad, while women were, were more likely to choose dumb and happy. What, the blissful ignorance? Yes. Listen, with all the chaos in the world right now, there is nothing better than sitcoms. Right. Like, I don't watch a second of news. Any, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't follow anything on my phone. I don't have the news on. Uh, uh, I can't remember the last time I watched a news cast of any sort. Mm. It's been months. I am right now in season three of WKRP in Cincinnati. <laughs> Johnny Fever died. I'm still in mourning for him. Gotcha. And then uh, Daniel, and this is exciting. This is one of the great things about as your kids age and you can introduce them to stuff. And certainly I've introduced my boys to a lot of different movies and shows. But Daniel has never seen Seinfeld or never watched any episodes. Oh, wow. So I'm introducing it to him now. Over dinner, we watch Seinfeld. And much like... How have you been through that? You just went through that like last yeah. year or two. Well, he probably wasn't home when I No, did I knew, myself. but you just did it. So oh, you're going back do, through it I'll again. I'll do it again happily. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I for, You know, we just got through season one, which I forgot is only like five episodes. Yes, right. And how bad it was. Yeah, it season was- one was horrible. So he stuck through it. Yeah, we 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 just started season two, and uh, and just like introducing Maria to the Sopranos, anytime I can introduce somebody to a show I've already watched that I loved, mm. and they haven't seen it, I'm so excited to sit through it again. So yes, uh, every night over dinner, we sit and watch a couple of episodes of uh, of Seinfeld while we're while we're eating dinner, and uh, and it's and li- living in a just a completely ignorant world, right? Yeah. I'm I'm a, I'm a huge fan. We do that. We watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, you know, yeah. Taking the kids through the whole thing, so they're enjoying it. And they enjoy Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh yeah, they love it. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I'd rewatch that again. You know what? Right. The next one I'm going to go back to is Parks and Rec. I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch that one. 
Oh, you should. Good. Oh, yeah. If you like The Office, right, and you like you, you'd really like Parks and Rec. Okay. Yeah. You won't watch it now though, because I told you to. <laughs> Uh, the first Google Doodle, the logo, you know, when you go to Google and you get the little drawing at the home page there, and it's usually celebrating a holiday or whatever's going on around us at that time. Right. Well, the first Google Doodle was for the Burning Man Festival in 1998 because both of the founders were going, so they thought it'd be a funny way to let people know they were out of the office. <laughs> That's why that happened. <laughs> One of the original names that Twitter founders considered for their product was Friend Stalker. Okay. I'm glad they didn't go with they that. They probably made a good call. The Nazis were the first people in modern history to start an anti-tobacco smoking movement. Huh. So all is forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> um, another reason to stay off of religious websites. They are three times more likely to spread computer viruses than porn sites. Oh, wow. Pornhub has never hurt me. Right. <laughs> I've hurt myself over <laughs> Pornhub. <laughs> Too much information. I've taken injuries. I'd really like to get into it. Right. Um, the word with the most meanings in English is set, S-E-T, with 430 meanings listed in the Oxford English wow. Dictionary. That's a lot for three letters. Yeah, and it's why the English language is so incredibly hard for so many people to learn. There's a guy going viral right now who's uh, reporting from Ukraine, and a reporter who does, like, fluently... Six different reports in six different languages. Wow. And it's just incredible. It's impressive. Yeah. Accent to accent. Like, it's, I don't know, it sounds legit to wow. me. Wow. You're making absolutely no sense to the people who right. speak that That's language. Right. Yeah. Can he just say his peanut butter sandwich is ready? Yeah. Um, the deepest hole humans have ever dug is only about 12, uh, 12 kilometers or 7.6 miles deep. Oh. Now, the radius of Earth is 6,371 kilometers, so, yeah, we've literally just scratched the surface. Thank goodness. We dig into China anytime yeah. soon. It's <laughs> just popping up. We're here. Every time you hit the space bar, an average of about 600,000 other people around the world do it, too. 600,000? Every time you hit it. And That's we hit it a lot. Almost seems low. I mean, you know, if you consider how many people are typing at one point in time, you hit a lot of space bars. Yeah. And who really figured that out? Like, right. how is that even possible to figure out? Right. I guess that's why they say about 600. About, about. Could be 600,000, could be 600 million. Yeah, give or take a couple yeah. hundred million. Don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. The scientific word for your stomach rumbling is um, borborygmus. Okay. Borborygmus. Oh, I'm hungry. I'm suffering the borborygmus. Right. What else do we got here? Yeah, I was just thought it was just hunger pangs. Yeah. No human has beaten a computer in a chess tournament in over 15 years. Okay. Can you play chess? Do you know how to play chess? Uh, I know how. Not very good. Yeah. Uh, it's a real science. It, 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 yeah, I don't know the, the science behind it. Mm. I was never bright enough to pick it up. I could barely play checkers. Right. So once again, black <laughs> over red. How does this work? Snakes and ladders. Um, seeing eye dog. The word, the term, seeing eye dog. is trademarked by the first school to train dogs for the blind. The seeing eye, Inc., Oh. Only dogs that were trained there can be called seeing eye dogs. The rest are supposed to be called dog guides. Okay. Guide dogs, dog guides, yeah. support dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing animals. They truly are. And then you look at most of our pets, just as dumb as the day are long. <laughs> they can't even catch their own tail as running around in circles. You can't guide yourself to your bowl. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Dr. Pepper promoted itself as a hot drink for the winter in the 1960s. If you heat it up, it turns thicker, almost like apple cider. Oh. A little experiment if you want to try that. Right. Oh, well, I, I don't know if I'd want to drink it hot. I like the Dr. Pepper shot, though. What's this? I had it wrong earlier. It's it's a you drop an amaretto into a beer. Oh, and chug it down. Tastes like Dr. Pepper. Really? Yeah. The beer and the the shot. A shot of amaretto in a pint. Okay, I'll try that this afternoon. <laughs> I've never. I mean, I like amaretto. I've had shots of amaretto. You like but Dr. I, Pepper? I don't know that I was ever really a fan. Right. Well, then uh, you might, might not be a fan of this, but I'm, you'll I'm try sure it anyway. I'm sure I'll be a big fan. <laughs> I love me some Dr. Pepper now. All of a sudden. Um, People who run marathons finish the race about a half an inch shorter than they started. Wow. It's just a temporary effect of your back muscles tensing up over the course of the race. Ooh. You know, between being shorter after running and frozen penises, yeah. stay home. One of the many signs that you really shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. New research shows uh, mosquitoes are most attracted to the color red, not because of blood, but mostly because it's often dark. Mosquitoes typically avoid lighter colors. Above all, they're attracted to the carbon dioxide we breathe out. Yes, yeah, stop breathing in mm-hmm. cottage country. Marvel Comics saved. Well, usually in cottage country, everybody's just breathing out dollar bills, <laughs> $100 bills. Marvel Comics saved a ton of money by arguing in court that X-Men characters are mutants, not humans. It seems importing toys based on human beings means paying a tax rate almost double the rate of importing non-humans. Really? That's why you, you know pay, stuff. pay big corporate lawyers. Yeah. Nirvana Smells Like Teen Spirit managed to hit number 14 on the Billboard chart for hot dance club songs in 92. <laughs> yeah, slow dancing. You know, slow grind right. to Smells Like Teen Spirit. It's illegal to import dark-colored cars in the country of Turkmenistan. Why? Uh, white is considered a lucky color there, so the government only wants people to drive light-colored cars. Huh. Turkmenistan is racist. <laughs> <laughs> racist that's what they are and finally do you know what the word poppycock means uh well isn't it just like silliness i thought so oh, poppycock yeah it's just poppycock no it comes from the old dutch word that means soft poop oh <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, it just had me a hell of a poppycock rock mornings with, with craig, craig ben and lucky, lucky. 94.9 the rock